Hey, sweet sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Brady Show. I'm so glad you're here today, y'all. It is summer. I don't know about you, but I am so loving summer. Time spent on a houseboat, out paddleboarding, catching fireflies with my nieces and nephews, going down slides, all the fun things that come with summer. And many of you know that I travel full time. And so I typically spend the summers at home in Pennsylvania, just such a great time to catch up with family and friends and spend some time with my nieces and nephews, jumping on trampolines and playing laser tag and all of the fun things. So my mother actually lives in her homestead where she grew up. Um, after my grandmother passed, she moved into the house. And so she has been here ever since. So last week I had a friend whom I've known since elementary school. He stopped by and we were sitting out on the porch and just reminiscing and just having such a sweet time as he was telling stories and recollecting about, you know, times with my mom and my grandmother and specifically with my grandmother, grandmother, pardon me, they really um, just struck a chord with me. You know, he was just sharing the impact that she had on his life. You know, he said, no matter what time of day I showed up here, she would make me a spaghetti dinner. He was like, she would pull out the sauce, she would just boil the pasta, and she was always ready to go. And then, of course, he remembered her yelling at him, saying, you have to eat more, eat another plate, eat another plate, you're going to waste away. Meanwhile, he was 189 pounds and a wrestler. And uh, he also remembered, you know, I had brothers who played football, and so he remembered her attending the football games and wearing her blue shawl. He's like, it didn't matter if it was 40 degrees or four degrees. She was only wearing that blue shawl. And so it was just such a sweet walk down memory lane. And it was so timely because last week was actually, I call it the celebration day when my Nana went to her heavenly home, her heavenly address. And it just was such a time of just sweet reflection. As I just recalled, um, you know, watching Princess Diana's wedding with her. I was just six years old and I remember wearing a white towel on my head, pretending that I was the bride walking down the aisle. Um, and I just remember, you know, times watching, sounds like we did a lot of watching TV, um, but, you know, um, watching just shows with my grandmother. What We always would watch The Sound of Music. We would watch The Wizard of Oz. I remember canning tomatoes with her, hundreds of jars during the summer and just literally drip, dripping sweat, you know, in our basement. We didn't have air conditioning back then. And a very special memory for me was forever just forged in my mind and just really emblazoned in my heart too, because I really got to see the true nature and spirit of my grandmother's generosity. When I I had gone to Italy several times, my um, grandparents had immigrated from Italy post-World War II. My mom was an immigrant. She was a toddler at the time. And one particular visit, I was with my grandmother by myself. And I remember I was uh, 19 years old. And I remember walking through the streets of her small little village. There's only about 500 people that live in the village during the off season, air quote off season. And then during the summer, because it's so hot in the cities, many people come to the mountains. It would be very similar here to people going to the mountains of North Carolina during the heat um, of summer. And so I just remember walking through the streets with her, the little town is called Interdaqua, and people were coming out to greet her and to see her. And I just remember being mystified as she kept reaching inside of her bra. That's where she said that where you keep the money safe from the gypsies. That was her, her exact language. And she just was literally like very, very quietly and discreetly passing 20s and 50s, taking them from her bra before we rounded a corner and putting them in the hand as she hugged somebody or, you know, tucking them inside of someone's pocket. And, you know, people, of course, knew what was going on. And I just remember my grandmother was such a generous person. And she was generous, you know, not only with her spaghetti, but obviously with her resources, um, just in so many ways. And this seemed next level to me. 
So my 19-year-old mind, and I was very materialistic at the time, was thinking of all the money that I could have been spending on souvenirs and Italian-made clothes. Okay, I wanted to go back to school that year, looking like I just walked off of a runway. And instead, I was not focusing on her cheerful generosity. You know, and it reminds us in scripture that God loves a cheerful giver. And so later in the evening, I was asking her about it. And I was like, why are you giving them money like that? You know, I'd never seen anybody doing that. And so she was like, you know what, Franny? She said, I, she called me Francesca. And she said, I was given the opportunity to come to America and these people stayed here. And y'all, it is still very much a war-torn village. You can still see on the sides of the buildings, you know, places where bombs had gone off. This is this is where many of the um, Nazi soldiers actually inhabited because of the caves and because of the mountains. They could kind of be hidden. Um, and so they kind of went up into their town and that's where they they kind of camped out for several, you know, several months. And so she said that her life was forever changed and that God blessed her. And so she wanted to in turn bless them. Y'all, that never left me. Let me just tell you, because you sit there and you think about how these people grew up in the same environment, yet one choice, one decision, my grandfather summoning for my grandmother, he was working in uh, America at the time, and he called for my grandmother to get on a boat with her toddler daughter, which is my mother, literally with one trunk, and for two weeks, they traveled across the ocean. Now, my grandmother did not know English, (laughs) y'all. Even to her dying day, she only went to third grade education, and even until her dying day, she hardly knew English. She couldn't read it for a lick. She could hardly read Italian. So I say all this, sister, because at the time of this recording, we have 170 days remaining in 2022. Girl, what are you going to do with your days? I'm serious. You know, there's that expression that you don't count the days, but you make the days count. Well, I'm counting the days out for you. You have 170. And what are you going to do to make those days count? What small actions will forever impact your family or friends or your kids' friends, just like my Nana had on Joel, my friend Joel? Who will you gift a $20 bill to that will forever leave a mark on their heart and it will be multiplied? Because guess what, y'all? Me watching my grandmother do that left a legacy of love and a spirit of generosity in me. And so I challenge you to really think about this as we have this midway checkpoint, not only in our year, but right now in the middle of the month to say, okay, what am I going to do? And right now this is going to be dropping in the middle of the week too. What am I going to do with my day? What am I going to do with my week? What am I going to do with my month? What am I going to do with my year? What am I going to do that is going to leave a generational legacy? Now, remember, y'all, it might not be in your own family. It might be in your friend's family, you know, your friend's child family. But y'all know that I am focused in on health. So I really want you to consider your own personal choices and your own personal decisions. All right, so data reports that on average, we make 35,000 decisions every single day. All right, that's crazy. 35,000 decisions. Most of them are subconscious. Most of them we don't even think about brushing our teeth or, you know, what socks we're going to put on. We just go to the drawer, we pull them out. You know, we do the thing, we know which bra we're going to put on, all the things, right? Now, what's fascinating about that statistic is that over 200 of those choices each and every day relate to what you're going to eat. I don't know about you, but many of times I've probably tried 200 of those choices, trying to figure out what I was really hungry for. (laughs) Okay, most of the time it's boredom. So I want you to consider 
what are some choices that you will deliberately make, not mindlessly today, to forever impact you, your health, your family, and then the next generation of people who you don't even know? Now, of course, we know that there are some big choices we make, who we're going to marry, where we're going to live, where we're going to go to college, what job we're going to take, all those things. But y'all, I'm talking about the small little things that Joel remembered, the spaghetti dinner, the getting yelled at for not eating enough, the blue shawl, those small things that we don't even realize, those small nuances that we don't even recognize have an impact. So I want you to remember that Jesus reminds us, he says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is the great commission. And so you have been commissioned to go and make great disciples. Now, how do you do that? Loving people. And how do we do that? It starts by loving yourself. So I bring this full circle and ask you, what choices will you make to impact your health that will demonstrate to others that you love yourself and in essence, then you're going to love others well. So for you, especially if you're a mama, you might be making some choices today to make some healthier choices. So your kids see you meal prepping, or they see you taking that walk around the block or going on an extra lap with the dog. I don't know what that is for you. Maybe they see you taking time to open up your Bible or to sit and study or to sit and just listen to worship music, or maybe just have worship music playing in your home. It's going to look different for each and every one of us. But I tell you what, the commission is the same, that we are called to make great disciples. We are called to make disciples of all nations. Now, sister, I pray that as you go about this day, as you go about this week, and as you go about this month, and again, like I said, the year, you fix your focus on eternal things. You fix your focus on the bigger, you know, the bigger picture of what God has in store for you. It is so easy to get caught up in the simple and the menial and the mundane. But I will also remind you, sister, that it's so easy to make excuses as to why you can't do it. We're too tired. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough time. And I want to remind you, time is often what I hear from a lot of people who say, oh, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to go to the grocery store. It's just easier to run through the drive-through, all the things, right? That's one of the number one um, kind of excuses that I get. But I want to remind you, the solution to an overbusy life is not more time. Guess what? If you had more time, you would fill that too, <laughs> okay? But let me just remind you that it is simplifying your life as to what really matters. So I encourage you today to take this time, just like I reflected over the special times with my Nana, I encourage you to take some time today and ask yourself, what really matters today? What really matters this week? What is my priority the rest of this month? If you made a commitment, sister friend, to do our July health challenge, which is to take a stand against the enemy and you haven't learned a scripture yet, or you haven't taken, you know, your timers and set your timers to take a stand and speak the word out loud, today is your day to start. I'm encouraging you. I am not condemning you. I am convicting you to do something today that has eternal significance, eternal rewards, that you're sowing seeds into your health into your family and into other people. Now, y'all, it might be something like going outside and playing basketball with your kids, right? Or it might be sending that two-second text to that friend that just says, love ya, right? That's just kind of out of the blue. They came upon your heart. They came to mind and you just send them a message. It does not have to be something big. But I also want you to consider, you know how I feel and my mission, make heaven crowded, make earth healthy. The healthier you are, in your soul and your body, your spirit's already healthy, the healthier you are in your soul and your body, the more of an impact you can make. 
right? When your mind is healthy, when your thoughts are healthy, you're going to think healthy and then you're going to do healthy. You're going to be healthy in your body. You're going to be in health. So if you didn't listen to last week's message, I would encourage you to go back to uh, 142 and listen to that because healthy self is healing thyself. And as you heal thyself, you become a healthy self. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to that as well, because we know that the enemy wants to attack our health. And so today I challenge you with thinking about this mid-month check-in, this mid-week check-in, this mid-year check-in, and ask yourself, what decisions will I make to forever impact my health, my family, my spheres of influence? It's kind of a tall order today, right? But I know that you're up for the challenge. You indeed, sister friend, are here for a time and a place. You have a special anointing. You have a special gifting that no one else has. You are the superpower that other people need. And remember, you following and pursuing your dreams and chasing after your goals, guess what? Someone else is going to be then, of course, blessed because you are following theirs and theirs are contingent upon yours. So I just challenge you with that today. I mean, it's just kind of a little light charge for you this morning, right? (laughs) But I pray this blesses you as always, dear sweet sister friend. If so, I love hearing from you. Please leave a rating or a review on iTunes. That is so helpful with getting our podcast out to more people. Come and join us over on Free and Favored. We'd love to have you. It's our private Facebook group over there. If you have not done that yet, just simply search Free and Favored Facebook group. You will see it there. And of course, if this message blessed you, please share it with someone else, perhaps the person whom you're sending the text to or your walking buddy or your Bible study prayer warrior, whomever that is. I always love hearing how God's word is just being disseminated and used um, through the social media platforms and all the different media sources, such as podcasting, that we can share the good news of Jesus Christ. All right, sister friend, until we meet next time, keep on shining.